Before we get into this episode, I just want to say sorry about the audio. You hear a fan in the background, so I apologize. But enjoy the show. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time and I'm doing this episode solo. My coupon queen from CQP Velvet's podcast. She is busy today so I'm doing the solo. Welcome back everyone to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And if it's your first time, we are talking about 90 Day Fiancé, Darcy and Stacy. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for all of your support. So we're going to get into Darcy and Stacy. We've got so much to talk about, so let's do this. So Darcy and Stacy, it is launch day. And we actually see Michael come out and support his sisters. And he's actually the DJ for the event and for this launch party with Impossible Kicks. And Darcy decides to dish out the photo shoot drama. So she explains to him how this photo shoot came out of nowhere. You know, I could have done business. I was in Arizona and she said she didn't want to, you know, interrupt me and, you know, ruin my special moment. But you know how I work. I can deal with family and business at the same time. So I was just like, girl, like, seriously, I no. It's no. Anyways, but Michael listens to all of this information, how Darcy, uh, Stacey had this, you know, task that was given, needed to send the samples ASAP. She had to do the photo shoot. She came up with a solution and here we are. Michael comes up with a solution of how this actually happened from what he heard from Stacey, uh, Darcy. And his thing is, you know, it's Florian. Florian's the one that initiated this photo shoot. Just think about it. Let's just think about it. And I'm thinking, bro, this guy is lazy. He hasn't found a job, never going to find a job. And you expect Florian to come up with this idea out of his bum? No way. <laughs> let's think about it. Like, let's be serious here, Michael. This man is so lazy. He doesn't, he can't even find a job. He's too, he's, he's just sitting around. There's no way he could initiate this. We obviously seen what happened, but this is hilarious because Michael thinks it's Florian. Florian is the one that decided to have this photo shoot. It was his idea. He wanted to be the poster boy for House of Eleven and he doesn't care. He's just there for the ride. He's there for the ride, taking all the emotions, taking everything that's happening between these two sisters and has to deal with it every single day. So then Darcy's just like giving him this look like, what? Is he serious? Could it be that Florian's trying to sabotage this because he's been ruining everything and making me feel upset? And all of a sudden it clicks into her and says, oh my God, it is Florian. You think Florian? I cannot believe Florian. Florian's the one that came up with this idea of the photo shoot. And this is unacceptable. Business is business. So they had their little lunch, they had their little spiel, and we move on to, oh, by the way, I actually did a Google search. And before we get to the, the launch of the launch of Impossible Kicks, I did some Google searching and um, I went on Impossible Kicks website. They do have a lot of brands that they collaborate and resell product. 
But I realize that House 11 doesn't even show up. House of 11 does not show up. Not even if I put an H because there's many words with H's. So that only pops up like some Adidas Yeezy uh, kicks and uh, some other shoe that I saw. But even putting H or 11 or whatever or H of 11 or H O 11, nothing. I cannot find nothing. So I don't know if this is scripted or not. We have no clues, but people are kind of trying to figure out the pieces to this puzzle. So we don't know. And um, I cannot find nothing. So just wanted to give you guys that background. But going back to the launch, it's launch day. The uh, Stacey and Florian set up, uh, arrive early first, and they start to set up, and then comes uh, Stace, Darcy and Michael. My gosh, I get confused with the both of them. Forgive me. And they're fighting. They're pissed. She is pissed because this was Florian's idea. It's Florian's fault. Like, how could you move on to this photo shoot? Like, you know, we're sisters, we're partners, this, this, and that. You know, it's all about them. It's only them and nobody else. So at the launch, they are fighting and they're trying to squash the drama and they're, these two are selling. These are, these two are selling. We see that. We see that in this episode. They are selling. Who knows what happened in reality because we cannot find none of their stuff on the website for Impossible Kicks, but these two are selling and they try to squash up this, um, this drama. But of course, Michael being Michael, he has to defend his sister and especially Darcy. He needs to go up and tell her like, dude, this is your fault. Dude, how could you do this? You know, Darcy told me about this whole photo shoot and it's like, it's your fault. Like, how could you? You're always, there's always something. There's always something, bro. What's going on, bro? Like, bro, you got to tell me, bro, it's your fault. What the heck, man? Stay out of it. Find another job. Like, seriously. And I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? So obviously Florian gets pissed off and says, you know, back off. You don't, you have no right to tell me this or tell me that. You don't know the exact story, what has happened. And he decides to tell Stacy, and Stacy's just livid at Darcy, saying, like, why are you telling our business stuff to Michael Benz? He shouldn't know anything. He has no right because he doesn't know what has happened. So they try to squash it for the sake of this whole situation because they get to release their new hit single. <laughs> This is hilarious, but I'm going <laughs> to um, play the clip for you, and you guys are going to listen. It's hilarious. Okay. I go harder, I don't care. Every weekend in a new location. I'm everywhere, you're over there, you should be here. I'm on top, heads up, nails it. I can't stop. I'm on top. Yeah. Woo! Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. We love you guys. Yes. I need some ladies in the dance floor right now. I definitely feel that the performance was a huge success. It's all about confidence. It's all about owning it. And I think we do that. Whether it sounds good or not. Exactly. All right, guys. This live performance was a bust. I don't know how they call this successful, but people's faces were trying not to break out in laughter. Even the CEO, Chris, he's just like, oh my gosh, like people are not liking this. People are like laughing about this. This is embarrassing. Like he's just going with the flow at this point. But of course, uh, Darcy and Cece's friends are there and 
you know, they can bring the party together because that's if there's five people there, people just follow along with the others. So um, <laughs> it was hilarious. You got to find a clip, uh, the actual video clip so you guys can really see their reactions. But oh, my God, I was just like, what the heck? <laughs> All right. So after this whole launch party, of course, Chris is happy with the sales being made because they were, uh, they needed to sell 20, more than 25 pieces. And after that, um, he's just like, you know what, girls, you did such a great job. We're going to put this, put this line out worldwide. We're happy with the outcome. We're going to bring you back on the map. And I was like, oh my gosh, is it that easy? I don't think so. But again, we don't know if this is scripted or not because of people saying that they couldn't search up their clothing line on Impossible Kicks website. Like we have no idea. So I don't know if this is true or not, or maybe they had a fallen out and they couldn't keep up. And then all of a sudden they were just taken off the site and we don't know when this was filmed. So we're trying to figure out the timelines here, but I'm hoping to find at least something out there and the people who've purchased it, unless they're people from production that they paid randomly, here's some money, like, you know, make these sales. I don't know. We just don't know. Anything can happen in reality TV, right? So once the launch was over, they went back home, relaxed, took it easy, celebrated a little bit. We see Darcy, um, on, on the couch and soaking your feet in hot water in a pasta pan. I was just like, this is effing gross. But anyways, you know, uh, Stacy's in there and they're just celebrating that moment and we'll see what happens in later on the season of house of 11. I have a friend, Zach, that I think you'll say, mmm, too. I feel like tingly all over. You make sure you give me her number and uh, make this happen. I'm excited. Okay. Next following day, we see Darcy go on a date with Zach, which was one of the friends. I think it's Leslie or Ashley. I don't remember her name. The one with the amazing contest who works in PR and marketing and she knows all the best of the best people. So she actually goes uh, on a date with him and a storm comes. They were planning on going uh, kayaking and of course the storm decide to hit and they end up uh, just to hang out at the bar nearby. Uh, Darcy's really into this guy and shares he's on celibacy journey and she just wants, uh, you could tell she just wants a one night stand with this man. She's like going nuts and this man is trying to control himself. Uh, but him and this, him and her have this amazing time and, um, trying to keep it together. Apparently there was so much sexual tension and, you know, freak. She was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh God. Uh, so after that date, the next day we, uh, hear that Darcy's planning a bachelorette for Stacy cause she's never had one. And their plan is to go to New York city, have a Jack and Jill and have a great time with all the friends. And before that they are going to get, uh, their lips injected, not the lips on their face, but the other set of lips. Here's a clip of what they were doing. It's freaking hilarious. I died. I like to think of it as if there's a, a stale hot dog bun that you've been leaving out on the table for some days that might need a little bit more flour, a little more yeast, a little more water that you can add to keep that hot dog bun a little spongy, ready for its hot dog. So they got their lips injected. <laughs> I can't believe they use that analogy. I just, I can't, I can't. That was hilarious. 
Um, so NYC, here we come. So we see them in New York City. Of course, Georgie's there uh, because Floria needs his bro. And a friend is there. Apparently the other two are arriving the next day. This one's not sticking out for a long time. She's got to get back to work. She's apparently a really famous hand model. And um, yeah, so let's get this party started. Uh, so Darcy pretty much planned out this whole party just for the both of them. She rented a bus and my gosh, Florian and Georgie's like, oh, we should have done a limo. You know, the bus is for kids. And she's like, excuse me. And I felt that that was rude because here buses can look luxurious as you want it to be. And they have it. And I just didn't feel like that was right for him to criticize um, her party. Like she planned the whole thing. Let it be like, just enjoy the ride. Um, so the bus pulls up and of course it's luxurious. It's Darcy. She knows how to pull a party. So they start the fun. And then next week we kind of see like this raff, this riff and raff between um, Michael and Georgie because Michael's there to defend her and got her back. And, you know, we'll see what happens. But it seems to get pretty heated that I was like, is the security guard just standing there and waiting to see what happens? Like, I have no clue. But anyways, <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. Anyways, well, that was Darcy and Stacy. It's going to get hot and heated next week. But let's get into The Other Way. Because The Other Way was pretty intense. And with The Other Way, let's get into our first couple here. Um, Debbie and Usama. Usama apologizes and wants to speak this work for Debbie. Uh, they go and they just decided to start all over. Because he just really wants to see for who she is, if they can make this work forever and ever for the long term. So they decide to start over. Um, we see her go on an adventure with a camel and I was like, Oh gee golly. And she says this comment. I think he's embarrassed because we get looked at and she's wondering probably because he, he feels that way. And when people look, it's like, okay, first of all, it can be that. But when you have a camera crew following you, people are going to look regardless because they want to know what the heck's going on. Like, are you a celebrity? Or if you're not a celebrity, like who the heck are you? People are trying to figure that out when there was a camera crew. So I think she's, she's overthinking it too much because people want to see who you are. And that's where I feel like that's coming from. Sorry, hit my, my keyboard over here. But I was like, how did she come up with this conclusion? So they restart the relationship. They go on this camel ride. She has a ball of a time as she's yelling and screaming. Um, but yeah, she was just concerned. Like maybe he's just embarrassed me because everyone's looking at us and he feels weird about it. Dude, you have a camera crew following you. Ugh. anyways, I don't know where this couple's going to go, but is it really worth it? No. Let's move on. So let's get into Jen and Rishi. So Rishi, Jen and Rishi, we know from last week, um, she got the news about her visa and she's going back to the U.S. and she wants to make sure that Rishi's going to be on his best behavior and continue to work on this relationship and she will be back. So she goes back to the U.S. But before she even does that, I'm forgetting one important thing here. When Rishi sends her off in the taxi, apparently she purports, 
proposes. I don't know if this is the official proposal or formal proposal. We don't know. But, um, or a re-proposal. I have no idea. But she gets this uh, beautiful ring and she's just like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And she's like, you promised me we're going to do this relationship long distance again. Don't worry, I'll be back. And then all that fun stuff. And I'm just like, Ugh, I don't know about Rishi. He's a bit sneaky. And she gets back to the U.S. And of course, she's got to face her family. What are you doing here? <laughs> well, I screwed up because I'm an idiot. And also, here is um, a million one answers for your million one questions. And they just go at it like... What do you think of Rishi? Is he com is he committed to you? Is he actually going to continue this long term relationship? What do you think of him? Um, is he going to tell his parents? Like, and then she obviously drops the bomb about the, oh, he's been her parent. His parents have been looking for a um a a wife for arranged marriage and doesn't know about me yet. He wants to wait it out. He's not sure. And I was just like, this is a huge mess. And you're opening up a can of worms for these people because they just want to ask you everything. Do I think Rishi is going to be the one who actually is going to be committed? I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. This guy's really sneaky to me that I'm like, mm, I don't know about you, bud. But we'll see because next week he's getting asked the questions. I don't know if it's a friend or a sister or a cousin or an aunt. I don't know. But he's just like getting question like have you cheated on have you been faithful and I'm like I'm curious too because we also see a clip for next week is where one of the friends got a picture of him who's like almost naked so I wonder what she's gonna say about that moving on so let's get into I know this is probably one of the fastest recaps because I don't my co-host we don't bamper off back and forth but I appreciate you guys hanging on here. Um, so we talked about Debbie and Osama, Jen and Rishi. Let's get into Chris and Jamie. So Chris and Jamie, uh, of course, poor Jamie had to go through a roller coaster ride with Chris. She's been in pain and they apparently planned this romantic getaway and um, they go on this romantic trip, which actually we have those funny enough here up north. I just haven't been to one because they're so expensive. So they go into like the countryside and they sleep in these like clear domes, um, which it's a little mini apartment where you get to see the stars and the skies and no one's really around you. Your neighbor's like really far away. Uh, that's how it is here. I'm not sure, but in Colombia, but they make their way there. And once they arrive, um, Chris decides to ask Jamie, could you please check in? And then Jamie goes to the room and starts to, make this romantic she wants to do a formal proposal because she's never had that opportunity to and this was the chance uh so she's like setting up there and jamie comes back and chris is just like will you marry me or oh, actually no she didn't really say that she kind of just like can you read english <laughs> like oh god it said marry me but it didn't she didn't do a good job with the rose petals but uh she got her point across and she actually read it says marry me and she says yes for apparently the hundredth time because she's proposed to her so many times. But she loved that the fact that this was a formal proposal and they're both happy. So they talk about who's coming to the wedding because the wedding planner they've hired has some questions. She says that her daughter most likely will come and Jamie's family won't come. Just friends because uh, her parents don't agree uh, with 
with um, with she, she thinks her parents will not agree with her sexual orientation because she has her uh, you know they have their own uh, comments about it and she's not going to be feeling supportive and I completely understand maybe she just needs to just let it be as is because Jamie's kind of Chris is like well I was able to tell my mom and it was cool but you know I feel like Jamie needs to tell her family but again it's up to her Chris you just gotta let her be and when she's ready she's ready right but hey this is the way it's gonna be this is what it's gonna be like so you know it sucks it sucks because you want to tell them but you know you can't because you won't get the support and hey it is what it is so Chris is a little bit upset because she really wants Jamie to have that comfortability with her parents and she's not going to get it. She really isn't. Um, so they have this romantic getaway and next week we see them get ready for their wedding and they actually get married. So yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Moving on. All right. So we got two more couples. Okay. Gabe and Isabel. Oh my gosh. I'm rooting for Gabe and Isabel at this point because Iz is intense. So the family heads up for horseback riding and after the horseback riding, Gabe decides, you know what, this is the chance. This is the day I'm going to tell the parent, uh, the parents that about his truth, his secret that he's been holding on. And I appreciate Gabe for being able to share that secret because it's not easy. And I really hope his, her parents are accepting and be able to see through it as more of this is he is now a man and they're a couple and they love each other for who they are and it doesn't matter they're there for the long run because i feel like he's shown enough to for them to feel comfortable and they had a really good time they've had a good time the, the last week's episode when we see them all together for the first time and the dad's really happy and the mom is too so I'm curious, like, I hope it doesn't change anything for them. I hope this is an opportunity for them to kind of just, okay, cool. Like, this is who Gabe is, and this is who Isabel is happy, and that's all, it should matter, right? But the suspense is, it was killing me. I'm just like, I just want to see it. I just want to see it. But he asks, he does ask them um, if they have any questions for him to explain, which is really nice of him and hopefully they can really accept him. So we'll see what happens next week. Moving on to our final couple, Danielle and Johan. So Danielle's packing up. She had to wait till the school year ended so she can uh, complete her job. And apparently she's got a lot to pack up. So she ends up packing 11 suitcases and all her boxes have been shipped off. She just had to do the 11 suitcase. I'm just like, he, how much does that cost? 11 suitcases. Like that's, isn't it like $150? Well, this is Canadian. $150 each suitcase. Like, I don't know. That's, that's ridiculous. Or even $150. I don't know. But I'm just like, oof, that's painful. So she's on her way to Dominican. She's just like, oh my God, like it's just settled in. I'm just leaving the United States. That's all I know is New York. I've been here for so long. You know how she is. And, you know, she goes on and on about it. And I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, cool. You know, uh, Danielle's really kind of annoying me because she did go and do a live and try to explain herself. And please tell me where you you think that I said that. Just please, just please. Why pick a fight? Like, that's how you are on national television. Like, just deal with it. You decide to sign up for reality TV and that's what you're going to get. It's just like a celebrity. 
gosh, these people. So she packs up her whole life and gets to Dominican, and Johan brings the same vehicle, apparently, that he rents to pick her up all the time. And guess what happens? You know, Johan should know and should expect to know that to bring a better, a bigger car. Like, you bring a car, not a van. You knew I was moving here permanently. Like, that's it. But you bring a smaller car. You should have brought a van. But Johan, you need to read my mind. I'm tellingly, I can't even say the word, telekinesis. I'm teleporting this thought in my mind to your brain. You should have known all the way from New York that I sent the signal to your brain that I needed a Birgo vehicle to lug my luggage. That's what's literally she's saying. And I'm just like, oh gosh, she makes me so nervous and I can't deal with her. But that was the whole thing. So then they have an argument because he wants to drive and then she's like, no, I want to drive. And she's like, why are you putting my stuff there? You shouldn't put my stuff there. It's my stuff. So I'm going to drive. Because Johan has recently drove, uh, started driving about a year ago. And he's had one ticket. And he got into an accident. So he doesn't have a great track record. But apparently, she's got 25 years of experience. How? I have no clue. She has 25 years of experience of driving. So apparently, she can lug her stuff with her. Like, she is the experienced driver. So apparently, she claims that if... It's more of a manly thing of control for him to drive the vehicle. I just feel like he's just being nice. I'm pretty sure he can tie those suitcases down um, as, you know, as good as anybody else. Let the man help you out. He is tall. He can help you throw those suitcases over and tie them off. And that's it. Like, she's making such a big deal about it. I just, you know, I'm tired of her. I'm, I don't like the way she's treating this man. But we'll see how long this is going to last. Because to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to last pretty long. I honestly don't think it will. But we'll see what happens next week. Because she moved in and she's like, oh my god, I love my new apartment. Thanks, Johan. Oh boy. <sighs> what can we do with these couples? They're getting crazier and crazier by the minutes. I also wanted to mention the matchmaker that insulted Darcy in last week's episode. She did a live about how she wanted to apologize and how she was very honest and she's honest with her clients. Yeah, I could have delivered it completely different, but you know, um, yeah, I was just like, here we go. Another one, another one. Oh boy. Well guys, I just want to say thank you so much. We're going to wrap this up here. Uh, don't forget to check out CQP Moments Podcasts and Queenpin and the Wingmen. Yes, I'm trying to get back into uh, guest interviews again. I just had to take a little break from the 28 days, 28 episode challenge. But there's so many episodes that you guys can uh, dig through. And uh, again, appreciate your support. Thank you so much. I miss my co-host. I miss you because I know you're going to listen to us. Thank you, Dahlia, for being such a huge supporter. And honestly, like... Thank you. This has been so much fun, but I do miss my co-host. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And that's all we have for now. 
I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of the Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman of the gentleman lifestyle podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. Yeah. And you're listening to a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me, 